Scott Smith, Smith, ABC, coming at you live on Blog Talk Radio and recorded on my podcast as well. Welcome to ABC's Modern Dating Show, where I take modern dating and I disembowel it for your entertainment. Call-in number is 563-999-3596, 563-999-3596. Call in with your questions, comments, and concerns. Also, you can email me at jesse, that's J-E-S-S-I-E, at J Ramsey, J R A M S E Y A B C dot com. J Ram Jesse at J Ramsey A B C dot com. You can email me there or you can always follow me on my on my social media. Leave me comments there. Um go ahead and follow me on Facebook and stuff. In today's show, and I know you saw the show notes and you probably heard the preview. The preview came because I actually had a show schedule for four, but I forgot to set the actual distance of the show. So instead of two hours, it was only came up to 15 minutes. So that's why I did a preview first. Now it's two hours, and now we're going to do a whole a whole last show. So um, sit tight, buckle up. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride today because what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to take something that everybody, especially men, consider axiomatic knowledge. I'm going to flip it on his head, and I'm going to tell you why after after I after it's flipped on his head for me, and I flip it on his head for you. Why I had to drop this as axiomatic knowledge and just see this as what it really is, just another hustle. So I'm going to do that. I'm also going to wrap up this show by going through some plenty of fish profile. Um, I did that in the preview. I went to one profile, and it was just an abomination of a profile, and I had to kind of tear it apart. But hopefully we're going to find some more, and we'll, we may find some good ones. We may not. I don't know. It's always a it's always a crapshoot when you're when you're dealing with these things, especially when you're doing it live. So that's that's what we're going to do. But first, I've been playing around with this AI thing, right? And I'm telling you, the more I'm learning about this, the I don't want to say the more doom and gloom I feel about its impact on the romantic world. However, I've got to double and triple down on my warnings for women because, again, as I run through different scenarios, as I learn how to set up different situations and how I, as I learn to code different things into the, into the parameters and the algorithms, so that it would spit out certain outcomes. I got to tell you, this AI is running rings around many, many, many modern women. And I'm telling you, and again, women, if you don't up your game and, I'm, and again, AI, it's a, I get it. Point stipulated. It's a computer program. It's called, it's, it's not real, but you have to understand that for all intents and purposes, this is real. You don't think it's real, but it can be it can be very real. And what I mean by that is that you can actually you can literally go in, set up somebody, start talking to them and have them send you um, selfies and pictures of what they literally look like and have it spit out the same woman in different pictures so that you it's so that it legit seems like you are talking to this person. And then you run through, and then you can run through scenarios if you want. You can just have a general banter. 
You can role play. You can do all these things. So, again, why would, and I'm not asking this as an endorsement of, a, of going to AI instead of a relationship. I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm, that's not the reason why I'm doing this. The reason why I'm asking is because I want you, yourselves, as you are now, because you, because the majority of you want men to accept you as you are now, with being fat, with being slovenly, with being argumentative and combative and pseudo-dominant and quasi-dominary. Would you rather come home to you being that if you were a guy? If you're just a regular, just regular, just take yourself out of your female mentality and think about it, look at it, try to look at it from your guy's point of view. And I get it. You're in your, you've been in your, um, you've been in your solipsistic bubble and you don't really know how to look at things from a man's point of view. And I'm going to explain and put a pin in that because I'm going to explain that in the main lecture. But ask yourself, if you are your man, would you rather come home to you as you are now? Or would you rather ask you what, get on the computer and chat with a, a beautiful, fit, friendly woman who supports you and is there for you and knows how to make you feel better, will listen to you, and will offer you solutions to whatever it may, whatever it is that may be ailing you. Hell, guys may be talking to AI about the relationships, and they may be, you know, they may be listening, and they may be supporting this guy, and they're making him feel better. So would you rather come home to you being, being fat and slovenly and argumentative, or would you rather, or would you rather just jump on a computer with somebody who's fit, who's beautiful, who's friendly, who's feminine, and will listen to you and support you. I'm sorry, but I have to. I got. I really have to drive that home in those words because, yeah, it seems harsh that I'm putting it that way, but the reality of the situation is, if you don't up your, if you don't up your romance games and start learning how to play the man's game while you're in a long-term relationship, remember you had to play the game in order to get into a long-term relationship. Why? Because men control access to relationships. So in order to get him to say yes to a long-term relationship, you had to play, at some point you had to play his game. And then at some point you stopped. And the fact that you stopped and then you don't feel like you have to start again because you're already in this relationship, you're going to turn this man to someone else or something else. And that something else could be AI. And I'm not saying that he's going to go out and cheat on you. What I'm saying is he's going to, he's going to prefer that over you the way you are now, not willing to change. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. And again, a lot of MGTOWs are filled, are, have figured this out. Now, this is not an endorsement of the MGTOW lifestyle. I'm not a MGTOW. However, you have to kind of see where it is they're coming from and why it is that they believe what they believe. MGTOW is just a gender-flipped version of the feminist movement. I get it. And I kind of understand why the feminist movement believes what they believe, even though it is kind of misguided. But um, the MGTOWs have figured out, have figured something out about modern women and modern relationships, which is turning them off to having any kind of relationship with any kind of modern woman, which is why you find them going, well, I wouldn't say any kind of modern woman, but like definitely Western women who've been indoctrinated into feminism, they've turned away from that. And you women, you Westernized women, American, Australian, English, whatever the case may be, you're finding out that 
when you get into your 30s, 35, 40, and 45, is getting increasingly harder. Like every five years, it's going to get exponentially harder for you to date. Why? Because, A, you, you're losing your sexual market value with every five years. And I say every 10 years, you lose a point in your looks. So if you were, a, if you were an 8 when you were, when you were 20 and you are pulling all kinds of guys, when you're 30, you'll be a 7. When you're 40, you'll be a 6. When you're 50, you'll be a 5. That means when you, by the time you're 40 and 50 years old, you're down to where average women are, and the guys who you used to pull, the, the, the real handsome guys that you used to pull because you're fit and beautiful, they're not looking at you anymore. They're looking at the eights that are 20, right? Now, pair that. Pair that with the fact that you don't think that you need to do any kind of changing and a man needs to accept you the way you are. There it is. I mean, I don't know how... I don't know how much more succinctly I can explain this, but that is pretty much a 10, well, not a 10 minute, but a little less than 10 minute summary of why you're struggling dating and why your profile, whether you be on OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, um, whatever, Farmers Only Doc, whatever, whatever profile you find yourself on when you're 45, 50 years old, you're not getting many hits. That's exactly why. And when I go through these profiles later on in the show, I'm going to highlight that. So listen to listen to this show because this entire show is going to be one big one big mind jog, as it were. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take my first break, like I usually do on the weekends, play some commercials, and then when I come back, we're going to get the main lesson started. And this main lesson, again, if you don't if you don't listen to any other show, there's two shows that I really need you to listen to. This one. And then my first one about AI, right? Well, there are two shows. If nothing else, listen to those. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to do this. You're listening to ABC on Blog Talk Radio, the ABC podcast. Hey, let's take a minute hey, and meet Clark. Take, take a minute and meet Clark Superman. Superman. Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost. What's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confound it, that boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. And he knows I do, too. And that's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks, you're fired. Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box yet. But I'm going to now. Well... I guess we all agree on sugar smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new sugar smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get Kellogg's sugar smacks, brand new. A Northwest Mountie, and he's been trailing this desperate character for three years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun. What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say. Yeah, a Mountie always gets his man. Oh, no. I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Well... Through. Round, round, round the system, too. With Alka-Seltzer, they always say, Relief is just 
that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer. For that headache and upset feeling, take Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Hi, kids. Look at some delicious magic with the extra-good chocolate-flavored syrup, Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra-rich, extra-thick, extra-chocolatey Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream, topped with extra-thick, extra-chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell mom to get Bosco chocolate-flavored syrup for you. Sing out. I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolate tea. Chocolate-flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. Bosco gives me iron and sunshine vitamin D. Oh, I love Bosco. That's the drink for me. I'm a spaceman. The moon and sun and all the stars are great big to rub up. I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight. We'll have to do a pop. All the kids in the neighborhood say to do a pop. The triple good, triple good. And do you know why? Sure. Because one, there's good tasting hard candy outside. And two, there's a delicious center of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll Pops are such fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack too. Ten Pops and assorted flavors. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. You'll love Tootsie Roll Pops. Hi, I'm Mike Wallace with a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffo, the first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Thelma Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about Fluffo. I love Fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh, man, that's some apple pie. Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow Fluffo is such a short shortening. Makes pie crust so rich. Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get golden Fluffo. Yoo-hoo-hoo, I've got a Swiss cream sandwich for you. Crisp golden cookies and in between. An extra thick, it's my pick. Filling of cream, dessert time, tea time. Don't miss Swiss. As the man around here, you can quote me on this. Yoo-hoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. It's Swiss cream sandwich for you, and you, a truly different cream sandwich. Swiss cream sandwich baked by Nabisco. The luscious, creamy fillings in a class by itself. No other like it. And these tempting vanilla cookies are so light they melt in your mouth. Yoo-hoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. 
It's Swiss Cream Sandwich for you, you, and you, Swiss Cream Sandwich. Say, it's time for my favorite dance team, so let's look. of matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes. That's all you need, my friend. And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created. A treat instead of a treatment. That's old gold cigarettes. Made by tobacco men, not medicine men. To give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment. Get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis James reminding you to keep smoking old gold cigarettes. Thanks. Attention. To help carry on our important work, I want you to join the secret squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. Following each week's adventure, I'll send an important secret message, and only secret squadron members who have decoders can decode them. Also, later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the secret squadron, but you must promise to do as I do. Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert, and drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the secret squadron. We secret squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff, Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good too. And cold for lunch and between meal snacks. And hot again at bedtime to help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink instant Ovaltine every day. The Gemini space flights. The trips are long. The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank Tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-G pouch, because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully, this way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang, chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. New Life Boy Mint Refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives wicked. Every bar of new Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 mint leaves. Soap has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mint Refresher drives wives wicked.
messing around with the AI thing during commercial break, and I have to feed the cat and everything. But I'm messing around with this AI, messing around with AI generator. And what I did was I went in and I created, but when I created, all I said was this character is, hang on, let me, let me pull up exactly what I put up. I said this, this, um, this character is a beautiful 35-year-old Hispanic woman. And then as a, as a description, all I said was long brown hair, light brown eyes, dimples, straight eyebrows, and olive skin. And then when I went into the chat room and I asked this and I asked this thing to send me a selfie, holy crap. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Holy crap. Women and this 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 woman and she looks every bit of thirty five. She does. She she totally looks thirty five. She has the you know, she has the skin and facial features just of a thirty five. You can tell she's thirty five. But holy crap. All right. That's all I gotta say. This woman's freaking gorgeous. That's but anyway, the women, you, literally, you really have a lot of work to do. You have a lot of work to do. If you don't want to keep losing to AI, you better get started quickly. So I asked my friend, right, because I noticed that on my, when, I upload to, when I upload to SoundCloud, I have this really, really obnoxious popping noise that comes through that came through and it's, it, it's just, it gets under my skin. I just can't listen to those shows because that popping noise gets under my skin. And I don't, and I don't blame you if you can't either, which is a shame because I have some really good shows underneath all that popcorn kind of noise. And so I asked my friend, he's kind of a sound guy. And I asked him, what the hell's going on with this? And he asked me a bunch of questions. And then after he finished asking, asking me the question, I answered him. He spit out an answer that made me feel so stupid. He's like, dude, your sample rate's all screwed. I'm like, really? And then I look at my sample rate. Yeah, my sample rate's all screwed. So hopefully this audio comes out any a little better because I had to sync I had to sync the audacity with the uh, sync the audacity with a voice meter so that the sample rates sync up. And hopefully that takes care of the problem. Anyway, let's get into this lecture because what I'm gonna do is I'm going to play a series of clips. Now, this is what I'm going to do. This. I'm going to do this in a series of clips, and I'm going to play this series of clips, right? And then I'm going to play one context clip. After I play one context clip, I'm going to go back and play the series of clips, the other series of clips, and then you're going to see things a whole lot differently. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I was on YouTube, right? And there was this short video that I watched, and this professor was he was teaching a class. And what he did was he had a presentation on a, on a screen, and it said it said a crowd chant, and it said um, the crowd chant is something. Um, I can't remember what what exactly it was, but the crowd was chanting something, and you can hear you can audibly hear the crowd chanting that. And then he says, "Okay, now watch this again." And it had the crowd chant, and then it had the words that the crowd they can read the words that the crowd was chanting, right? But then on the second iteration. He showed some other words, and when you hear the crowd chanting and you read the other words, you realize, wait, no, they're actually chanting that instead of the other thing, and it flips your and it flips your whole perception of what happened there. And you're like, I could have swore they were chanting the one thing, but now they're chanting all these. Now that I'm reading this and I'm looking and I'm hearing this, I'm looking and I'm listening, or I'm reading and I'm listening, they're chanting something completely different, something that. 
is not what the first thing that was that they were chanting. And it was three different and it was three different phrases. So they they were chanting one phrase in the beginning, and then he flipped it, and then he he showed three other phrases. And the three other phrases was the crowd was chanting the three other phrases, even though you could have swore they were chanting the one phrase. And it flips your perception of it. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play these clips, and then I'm going to play a context clip. And after I play this context clip, you're going to hear, I'm going to play the first set of clips, and you're going to see things completely differently, all right? Now, what's this axiomatic knowledge that I'm talking about? This axiomatic knowledge I'm talking about is this. Men, what have we heard about being in relationships with women for time, from time, for time immortal? And right now I'm leaving like the homosexual couples in a um, if you're homo if you're in a homosexual relationship you can, you can sit this part of class out, all right? Um I'll give you you get an A for the day, go home, enjoy your enjoy your day. This I'm talking about the heterosexuals right now. Men, what is it that we've heard um what is it that we've heard about being in a relationship with women for time immortal? Time time immortal? Time forever? Whatever. Since the beginning of time, right? It's when you find that woman, and remember, there's a there's a whole Percy Sledge made a whole ass song about it. When a man loves a woman, he sells his soul to the devil and he makes all these bad deals and does all these stupid things. That's when a man loves a woman, right? So, man, you need to do for this woman because this woman's love is what you need. Excuse me, it's gonna be all you need to sustain you. This is what. This is what we've heard for time immemorial. So men, we've been so men, we've been, I would say conditioned, but we've been taught that when you have this woman, you do everything you can to keep her because her love is what you're going to need to get by. And it sounded for years and years and years and decades and decades and centuries and centuries and millennia and millennia, it was axiomatic knowledge. And we men went through life doing things, doing the little things for the woman that, that we love and who love us, right? Because that's what we do. Now, example number one, exhibit A. Here's a clip by Steve Harvey, all right? Steve Harvey is talking about now, again, let me put this, let me let me frame this, all right? When men ask, because remember, modern dating, modern dating is a flipped version of what used to happen back in the 50s and 60s. What used to happen is... A man, the man gets with a woman. He finds out he loves her. He's going to take care of her for the rest of her life. They get married. They have a family. Um, wife takes care of the house. Man goes out and works. That's how the and the family is raised under those parameters, right? That's how that's what made successful families from from the beginning. And then, since the feminist movement, the sexual revolution hit, all of a sudden now it's flipped. Women are independent. They have their own money. They claim they don't need men. So now men are more of a convenience than than a necessity. I don't want to hear any arguments about that. It's true. Women treat more men more of a convenience and necessity. However, men still men still uh, wear their hearts on their sleeves when it comes to women. So we as men would do the things for women that that will earn a woman's love. And one thing that one thing that is a thing now that wasn't back in the fifties. Is asking now what women bring to the table. Since they're since they're now financially independent and treat men as a more of a convenience than a necessity, then men have started to ask, okay, you're demanding all these things of me. I have to be I have to be six foot tall. I have to have a six pack. I have to have you know the three the six six six. 
six six feet tall, six pack with a six figure income. I have to be the, I have to be that wealthy chat. Fine. What are you bringing to the table that that will help this relationship along? Right now, my first exhibit is Steve Harvey talking about asking women what it is they bring to the table. So Steve Harvey, what one? What's wrong with this generation today? These young boys today. What does she bring to the table? The hell you mean, man? What do your ass bring to the table? You got a woman that can come to the table that can make another you. What else she need to slide up to the table with? What about your job? What happened to men who were supposed to be responsible? Do you know that it's our job to take care of a woman and some children to have a family? That's our damn job. So you heard that. You heard that. He said that asking a woman what she brings to the table, what does it matter what she – look, women are financially independent. They have their job. They have their money. They're, they're bringing that to the table, even though we men really don't care about a woman's finances. We just care if she's fit, friendly, and feminine. But the woman's bringing, the woman's bringing finances. She can make another you. Okay, that flies in the face of that flies in the face of reality because if you look at the wage gap statistics, that's not you see that's not true. But let's just take it for argument's sake that okay, women are bringing their women have assets to bring to the table. They have a job, they have money, they have a house, and all this stuff, right? Okay, what what are you you and you heard him? What job do you have? What do you have that you can contribute to her that she has all these things already, right? That's Steve Harvey's point. Now. Exhibit B. What exhibit B is going to be? Oh, here we go. Another guy. I don't even know who he is. He's on a podcast and he's talking about women bringing things to the table. So this is going to be cut to. He's going to be talking about this. Cut to. Men need to stop asking women what they bring to the table. She can bring another table to the table. When do we get to a point where men want to know what a woman can provide when men are supposed to be the providers? A woman will give you a child. A woman will build you a loving home. A woman will be your backbone. The real question is, as a man, what do you bring to the table? Because it's your responsibility to protect and provide for your woman. You got that, right? You got that. So a woman has your, a woman has your children. A woman has your support. She's your backbone, okay? Now, I'm not arguing that, that any of I'm not arguing the validity of any of that. Because, again, the right woman, yes, she will bear your children. She will be your backbone. She will be your support system. And if you don't have that, AI could do all that besides bear, except for bear your children. But, again, your support, your backbone, your rock, right? I'm not challenging the validity of that. The right woman can be all, can be all of that. And bring a table to the table, right? They, they, can, they bring their jobs and their money. And they remember what I said about arranged marriages, combining the assets, right? So I'm not doubting the validity of that. Like just keep that in just keep that in mind. Again, we, it's our job to provide, to protect this woman because that has been our role since men were since Adam was invented. We God invented Adam. So since God invented Adam, that has been our role was to provide and protect for the woman, right? Provide for and protect the woman. Even though women are like independent, they treat men more like conveniences. But still, but still, um, we're still supposed to provide and protect for women. Now, here's a list of three things. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to play a list of three things. And 
this is going to be three things that make a woman fall in love as as dictated by a guy on Facebook. I forget what his name is, mm-hmm. but here it is. Three things to make a woman fall in love. Three things that will literally make a girl fall in love with you. Number one, give her the space to fall in love. A lot of times we'll do things like telling the girl how much we like her or trying to create these future plans with her because we want to be in a relationship with her. But what it does is it puts this awkward pressure on her that she needs to reciprocate. And now she's going to feel pressured to being in a relationship with you. It's going to be a lot more powerful if she makes this decision on her own. Number two, live a life that she actually wants to be part of. Most guys live a boring life. They just come home from work and they play video games. Games, they don't actually want to do anything and that's not exciting for a girl this doesn't mean you need to travel the world every single weekend but if you take her along on adventures like hiking a road trip wine tasting now this is going to be an exciting life she wants to be part of and number three switching it up in the bedroom girls don't need a bunch of different guys to be satisfied but they don't want it to feel extremely monotonous so what you want to do is make sure you're switching it up trying different things girls are going to love that you heard that too right now Three things that's going to make a woman fall in love with you. One, you got to give her space. You got to give her the space to fall in love. Two, you got to live a lifestyle that she wants to be a part of. Never mind, forget the fact that, you know, you, your life is what you like to do is what you like to do. And what she likes to do is what she likes to do. And you do have things in common. And the things that you don't in common, you it's, it's perfectly okay that you do the things that you like to do, but not exactly the woman. You could, y'all could do that separate. And then come together and do the things that you guys have in common. Forget that because you have to change your life to fit what the girl wants. Okay, forget forget all that. You have to make sure that she's you have to make sure that she's excited. You have to make sure that she's engaged, that she feels like she's a part of your life by doing things with her. Um and you have to you know, you have to keep it fresh. You have to keep it you have to keep it fresh. You have to keep it exciting for her because you know, you don't want her you wouldn't want her to get bored, so you know, boredom in a relationship is a bad thing. So keep it fresh, keep it exciting, right? Um, and then here's the last. Here's the last one. This is the fourth one. Fourth one, yeah, fourth one. This is the last one. It's from at Motivational Clips on on YouTube. I found it, and it's about filling some kind of cup. So. I think even the good girl can turn bad if she's starved of attention from her man. If your man is pouring water into your cup on a daily basis, she can't see other men. She becomes blind to other men. But you know when your man, you look beautiful, he doesn't say you look nice, or you don't make time for each other, he ignores you, no longer gives you attention. She's so starved in that moment that unfortunately all it takes is one man to give one bit of attention. She'll, she'll zoom in on the attention, forget all the other red flags in this man and he'll become attractive to her because it's a feeling she's chasing not a person yeah we heard that right again you have to keep it fresh you have to make sure that you are you are engaged with her and you have to make sure that no matter what she's okay because if she's not okay and she's not feeling like she's engaged and she's a She's a part of the, and she's a part of the equation. Then some other man's going to come, make her feel like she's getting the attention she needs, and then she's going to go, she's going to go cheat. Forget the fact that that robs women of all accountability for their actions and their, and their work motivations, but, and they're still blaming men for the shitty actions that women, that women choose to do. Forget all that. It's the fact that, you know, you really have to keep, you have to keep the woman engaged, and you have to keep, you have to keep. Yeah, you have to keep you have to keep checking on her and making sure that she's okay and doing the things for her that she needs to do and looking at and looking after her 
physically and mentally and spiritually and just be there for her all the time. Forget the fact that you have to work and you have all these other responsibilities that take you away from the house and leaves her at home bored. And now she's looking for some other man because she feels like she's bored and she's not happy. Forget all that. You just need to um, you just need to make sure that she's that she's good and take care of her physically, mentally, and spiritually and make sure she's good so that she doesn't get that wandering eye. All of that is all of that has been considered axiomatic knowledge for millennia, right? For millennia. Well, you get a good relationship and maintain a good relationship with a good woman. That's how you, this, between these four clips, these four clips are, are dogmatic as to how you get and keep a good woman and a great relationship, right? Cool. Now, let me play you this. All right, this is, now we're going to put all this in the context. And now you're going to, and then I'm going to come back and then we're going to play that again. This com- this is from M- at Emily W. King on Facebook, not Facebook, on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, find her, follow her because she has a lot of really good videos. The next clip I'm going to play is from at Emily W. King. And it's going to put all of this in the context. So at Emily W. King. Go. All right, let's talk about what women should be bringing to the table since a lot of you guys don't know how this works. When my needs are met and I feel safe and secure in my relationship, that allows my feminine energy to come out. When a man treats me correctly, he can expect to be treated like a king. If a man's making me feel valued, I will make sure that he feels valued as well. For the most part, what she's talking about when it comes to reciprocation, I totally agree with. But the part that a lot of women do not see in this is that it's all about receiving first and then deciding to give. Let's face it, men are expected to give, 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 and then maybe receive the bare minimum of any basic relationship, let alone an intimate one. We see this all the time where a woman's level of satisfaction within a relationship is dependent on how much her man is giving to her. But the problem with this is that the minute he falters, The minute he loses his job, the minute he's suffering from a mental health issue, she's done. She's gone. And she'll just say it's because she's just not happy. I'm going to take a minute and let you marinate on that for a little bit. You heard what she said, and it's absolutely true. Again, axiomatic knowledge says that you... It dictates what you do for a woman to keep her happy, to keep you to keep you in a good relationship. Remember, happy wife, happy life. However, women have gotten to the point where they expect men to do and do and do and do. And then once the woman figured out he's done enough, then maybe, maybe I'll give him a little bit of affection. Maybe I'll give him a little bit of love so that maybe he'll keep doing for me. And then if he'll... He'll do for me, and he'll do for me, and he'll do for me to the point where I feel like, okay, yeah, he's done enough for me. Now I can give him a little bit more love. And then he'll give you a little bit more love, and then the man will do and do and do and do and do, and then maybe, maybe she'll give him a little bit more, and then she'll give him a little bit, and she'll give him a little bit. You see how that is? You see how that works? Men, have you been through this? I know I have. So now that you know this, now that you know women expect men to give and give and give and give, and then maybe, maybe they've done enough to earn their love, to earn their love. Not that, not that a woman loves a man just because he's a good guy. Remember, nice guys, they always finish last. So if you give and give, you can give and give and give and give and still not receive the love from the, love from the woman that you claim to have a crush on. And it, that's a very crushing thing. You give and you give and you give and you give and she still does she just still shirks you for a chance? That's a that is a legit thing. So 
now that you now that you've heard this, let's go back and let's revisit those other clips. Starting with Steve Harvey. That's what's wrong with this generation today? These young boys today, what do she bring to the table? The hell you mean, man? What do your ass bring to the table? You got a woman that can come to the table that can make another you. What else she need to slide up to the table with? What about your job? What happened to men who were supposed to be responsible? Do you know that it's our job to take care of a woman and some children to have a family? That's our damn job. Yes, that's our job. That's our damn job to, 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 to provide, to, to take care of this family, to give the woman what she wants. And then maybe, maybe. After if after we give in enough, after we give in and we give and we give, and then she feels like we give enough, then maybe, maybe she'll give a she'll give us a little bit of love. Maybe not that guy, not that guy who's giving her attention, right? But we'll get to that later. But maybe if we if we do our job and we provide and we protect, then maybe we maybe we've done enough to earn her love, right? Let's go back to women bringing tables to the table. Men so. need to stop asking women what they bring to the table. She can bring another table to the table. When do we get to a point where men want to know what a woman can provide when men are supposed to be the providers? A woman will give you a child. A woman will build you a loving home. A woman will be your backbone. The real question is, as a man, what do you bring to the table? Because it's your responsibility to protect and provide for your woman. You heard that now, right? Hey. Don't ever ask a woman what she brings to the table. Because remember, women can bring other tables to the table. Remember, you're supposed to protect. You're supposed to provide for this woman. And then maybe, maybe, after you've provided enough, maybe she'll give you a kid. Or after you've provided and provided and you give it and you give it and you give it, then maybe, maybe she'll make the she'll make the home for you if she feels like it. If she feels like you've done enough. And if not, well, don't ask her anything. Don't, don't pressure her, right? Remember. Women need women need space to women need space to fall in love. So don't pressure her into anything, right? Well, let's go back to that. Fill the cup. No, I think even the good girl can turn bad if she's starved of attention from her man. If your man is pouring water into your cup on a daily basis, she can't see other men. She becomes blind to other men. But you know when your man, you look beautiful, he doesn't say you look nice, or you don't make time for each other, he ignores you, no longer gives you attention. She's so starved in that moment that unfortunately all it takes is one man to give one bit of attention. She'll, she'll zoom in on the attention, forget all the other red flags in this man and he'll become attractive to her because it's a feeling she's chasing not a person yeah you hear that that should that that should literally like flip your brain because again you have to fill her cup every day every day you have to provide you have to provide you have to give to this woman you have to give to this woman and then maybe maybe you can keep her from having a wandering eye maybe maybe you can keep her from looking at this other guy who may be able to provide more than what you can provide. Even though you're giving and you're giving and you're giving, this other guy can give more. So how do you compete with that? How do you give and give and give and give, and then the woman doesn't think you're giving enough, this guy can give me more? And then maybe, maybe, maybe you you fill her cup enough, and then she doesn't look at the guy, the other guy. But what if the guy has more than what can provide more than what you're providing? Hmm. 
Let's go back to three things. Three things that will literally make a girl fall in love with you. Number one, give her the space to fall in love. A lot of times we'll do things like telling the girl how much we like her or trying to create these future plans with her because we want to be in a relationship with her. But what it does is it puts this awkward pressure on her that she needs to reciprocate. And now she's going to feel pressured to being in a relationship with you. It's going to be a lot more powerful if she makes this decision on her own. Number two, live a life that she actually wants to be part of. Most guys live a boring life. They just come home from work and they play video games and they don't actually want to do anything. And that's not exciting for a girl. This doesn't mean you need to travel the world every single weekend, but if you take her along on adventures like hiking, a road trip, wine tasting, now this is going to be an exciting life she wants to be part of. And number three, switching it up in the bedroom. Girls don't need a bunch of different guys to be satisfied, but they don't want it to feel extremely monotonous. So what you want to do is make sure you're switching it up, trying different things. Girls are going to love that. So you know you hear that, right? Hey, you have to give her space. You have to give her space to fall in love. And you give her as much space as she needs, and then maybe, maybe, maybe she'll fall in love with you, right? Never mind that distance. That that distance is what's going to kill it, right? It's give her her space, and then maybe, maybe she'll fall in love with you. Provide for her. Give her the space and just give her things, and then maybe, maybe she'll fall in love with you. Or you get home from work from a long day. You just want to unwind with a game, playing a game, because I know I unwind unwind from a long day of work with the game. No, forget that. You have to you have to you have to ask her, no matter how tired you are, baby, what do you want to do? Baby, what do you want to do? We we'll do whatever you want to do. I hope the fact that I'm tired and I just want to kinda of unwind with a video game and we so I have a long day at work. No, we're gonna do whatever you want to do. You know, I I'll I'll flip my life. I'll start doing things that you want I'll start doing the things that you want me to do. And then maybe, maybe, maybe she'll fall in love with us. Maybe, right? Because remember, it's still her decision. So maybe she'll fall in love with us. Or maybe I didn't like that position. That, I know I, under, I know you like the position that we tried the last time, but it really wasn't. It, I was really wasn't feeling it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because she likes it. You have to do it. And then maybe, maybe, maybe she'll fall in love with you. Because remember, it's still her decision. Maybe she'll fall in love with you after you've given all of this of yourself. Then maybe. She'll fall in love with you. Maybe. You understand what kind of a deal like that is for guys? Why would a guy, I'm asking a legit question, why would a guy go through all of this for a maybe? Maybe. Maybe I can get her. If I give all of this. If I flip my life upside down. Come be somebody I'll be somebody that I know I'm not. Because this that's what this girl wants. Why would I do why would a guy go through that? For a maybe. Maybe she'll fall in love with me. Maybe not. Maybe this guy has more to offer and she's looking at him harder than me. And then when she goes to the guy and the guy dis the guy disses her, she wants to come back to you. Talking about how all men are trash. But if you do all of this and maybe, maybe, maybe she'll fall in love with you. Maybe. Here's a closing clip that I'm going to play. It's from Coach. It's from somebody called at Coach Ken Banyan, and he's talking about the, he's talking about bringing things to the table. And this is probably the most based answer to what are you bringing to the table. This is the most based answer I've ever heard. You need to hear this because again, it flips it flips the conversation and it puts the onus on both. But again, women, you have to up your game. You really do. Let's play Coach Ken Banyan. When he asks you, what do you bring to the table? 
You know, we're in a world of everybody feels like they're auditioning. The world has told us, listen, what does she bring to the table? What does he bring to the table? And when he asks you that question or that question comes up, there is one answer and one answer only. I've asked this question and many people say, I bring a good job. I bring this. I bring that. I say, no, no, no matter who asked the question, you answer with this one statement. I bring whatever's necessary to build the table to put whatever we need on it. Oh, I bring whatever it is to build the table, to put whatever we need on it, to support whatever we need. And now it's not based on any particular thing. You bring what is necessary to make it all work. You, Coach Ken Banyan. Thank you. People, so people nowadays, and I have a phone call. I'll get to the, I'll get to your call in a minute. I promise. Just hang on, just hang tight. People are so worried about bringing bringing things to them, having something to bring to the table, whether it's a good job or a, a support system or something. You have to have something, right? But everything needs to be built. You can't you can't just say what what do you bring to the table? And there's no damn table. Why don't you? Again, go back to go back to uh, the show that I did when I said when I talked about negotiating with the patriarchy, and I played the clip from the four Indian women who were talking and negotiating with the patriarchy. That's how you build tables. That's how relationships are supposed to work. You take nothing and you build something. You don't. I mean, un- understood. Okay, point stipulated. You have um, point stipulated. You have things that you have your assets and you have your qualities. Got it. But if just because, and it, oh, we'll take it less, but that's okay. Just because you, um, just because you have your things and she has her things, when you get together, you still have nothing. Why? Because there's no relationship there. And once you once you decide to get in that relationship, then you build something. Yes, you have to have something to contribute to build. Or stipulate it. However, um, we get too worried about the about worrying about the fact that the table is already built instead of, look, what am I contributing to build the table? Somebody's got to have the wood. Somebody's got to have the nails. Somebody's got to have the, somebody's got to have the glue. Somebody's got to have the sauce to cut these things. This is how you, this is how you build, this is how you build tables. I'm, I'm telling you. When, I'm going to take a break. When I come back, um, I'm going to wrap this up. Because again, I hope I hope that you've been able to listen to all these clips and have these clips flip your mind as to what your as to your perception of the things that men are supposed to do. Because again, men we've been taught to provide, 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 and give and give and give, and then all of this is supposed to be for the love of a good woman. But it's gotten to the point where it's gotten to the point where Women, you are expecting us to give and give and give and give and still have the and still be able to have the choice of of um whether you will accept whether you will accept our love. Now I get it. Point stipulated, men have when men do control access to long term relationships. But when you have a man who's willing to give you that access to the long term relationship and he's giving, 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 and then you act like the choice is yours whether you want to accept his offer of a long-term relationship instead of saying, you know what? This guy is offering me 
access to something that I normally wouldn't have access to without him. Maybe, just maybe, if I want to be in this long-term rela- in a long-term relationship with somebody, maybe I should look at it. But no, you act like you're, you act like your choices are just so plentiful that, and again, women are women outnumber men, right? Forty, fifty point six or forty-nine point four. So it's not, it's not a real heavy statistical significance, but it's significant enough to cause stress in a woman's romantic life. So. You're looking at a shortage of men to begin with, and then to act like the man who wants to give you access to that long-term relationship, like you say you've been looking for, and then you look at him sideways because you're also looking at Chad over here who has nothing to do with you for whatever reason, and we're going to get into that once I get into plenty of fish. Um, once you once you flip that and you look at and you look at what men are expected to do for this woman who may, who just maybe, maybe, maybe he'll get some love for her, or maybe she'll just do the basics to maintain the relationship. You would understand that men, women are really, women are really crapping on you. They really are. And you have to, again, you have to pay carefully. You have to, like I've been saying throughout the run of the show, vet, 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 vet. Stop with the stop with the doing things. Stop with the doing things again. Women, you're financially independent. Remember, men are a convenience. We're not a necessity. So that being said, let's stop with the let's stop with the giving, giving, giving. Let's stop with the we don't we don't do that, especially with people we're dating. Now, marriage, different story, right? Even a long term relationship, different story. Because again, you're in a long term relationship. So you're going to do those things. You're going to be that provider, that protector, even if you choose not to get married, which is an absolute legit thing. You could be in a relationship and choose not to get married. You just be in a long-term relationship 10, 15, 20 years. You don't have to tie the knot. A lot of people aren't into that. Point stipulated, got it. Nothing wrong with that. However, if you just meet somebody and they expect you to give, like you'll see on a, you'll see on a lot of these dating profiles where they want you to give, 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 and then maybe, maybe they'll they'll choose you. No man, that's buck. That that's just that's just dumb. So let's stop doing that. Let's get back to a let's get back to a place where we as men reclaim our masculinity and allow these women, maybe not to audition, but and maybe not to quote unquote prove their worth. But however, they need to have some show of faith where they. They can show their hand and show us whether they're truly interested or not, and not just act interested just for the benefit of getting free things from you because they're stringing you along with the hopes of maybe, maybe, maybe you'll earn your love, you earn their love one day if you give enough. I'm going to take another break. When I come back, um, I'm going to, I'm probably going to wrap this up. I may talk about something else, but and then we'll get into some plenty of fish profiles. You're listening to ABC on Block Talk Radio, the ABC podcast. We're back. Hey, let's take a minute and meet Clark Kent, star of Superman. Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost. What's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confounded, that boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. And he knows I do, too. That's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks, you're fired. 
Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box yet. But I'm going to now. Well, I guess we all agree on sugar smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new sugar smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get Kellogg's sugar smacks, brand new. A Northwest Mountie, and he's been trailing this desperate character for three years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun. What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say. Yeah, a Mountie always gets his man. Oh, no. I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Well. Down, 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 the stomach through. Round, 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 the system too. With Alka-Seltzer, they always say. Relief is Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer. For that headache and upset feeling, take Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Hi, kids. Look at some delicious magic with the extra-good chocolate-flavored syrup. Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra-rich, extra-thick, extra-chocolatey, Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream, topped with extra thick, extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell mom to get Bosco chocolate flavored syrup for you. Sing out. I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolatey. Chocolate-flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. Bosco gives me iron and sunshine vitamin D. Oh, I love Bosco. That's the drink for me. I'm a spaceman. The moon and sun and all the stars are great big to I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight. We'll have Tootsie Roll Pops. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. And do you know why? Sure. Because one, there's good tasting hard candy outside. And two, there's a delicious center of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll Pops are such fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget, Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack, too. Ten pops and assorted flavors. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All of the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. You'll love Tootsie Roll Pops. Hi, I'm Mike Wallace with a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffo, the first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Thelma Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about Fluffo. 
I love fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh, man, that's some apple pie. Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow fluffo is such a short shortening. Makes pie crust so rich. Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get golden fluffo. The man around here, you can quote me on this. You hoo you hoo, it's Swiss cream sandwich for you hoo you hoo, and you hoo hoo too. A truly different cream sandwich, Swiss cream sandwich baked by Nabisco. The luscious, creamy fillings in a class by itself, no other like it. And these tempting vanilla cookies are so light they melt in your mouth. You hoo hoo. It's Swiss cream sandwich for you, you, and you, Swiss cream sandwich. Say, it's time for my favorite dance team, so let's look. Ah, a box of matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes. That's all you need, my friend. And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created. A treat instead of a treatment. That's old gold cigarettes. Made by tobacco men, not medicine men. To give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment. Get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis James reminding you to keep smoking old gold cigarettes. Thanks. Attention. To help carry on our important work, I want you to join the secret squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. Following each week's adventure, I'll send an important secret message, and only secret squadron members who have decoders can decode them. Also, later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the secret squadron, but you must promise to do as I do. Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert, and drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the secret squadron. We secret squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Yes, just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff, Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good, too. And cold for lunch and between meal snacks. And hot again at bedtime to help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink instant Ovaltine every day. The Gemini Space Flights. The trips are long.
The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank Tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-G pouch, because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully, this way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang, chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some Tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. New Life Boy Mint Refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives wicked. Every bar of new Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 mint leaves. Soap has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mint Refresher drives wives wicked. Man, I know you've been on these dates, right? And if you've been on more than a few dates, you've been on these dates where you where you you paid for the date and you went, you picked her up and you paid and you had a great time and you came out of your wallet and you spent a couple hundred dollars on this date just for it to just for it not to work out. Just for her to say, Yeah, I don't, there's no real chemistry between us. And no and I know that I know that you've been on those. I've been on one, and I'm gonna tell you a story in a bit. But again, that against the backdrop of what I played in the last segment, the last hour segment, then you wouldn't understand where that comes from. Because I know the date. One of the dates that I went on, I was on. The, I was in the military. I was in AIT, and I was in 91 Charlie class. I was a licensed practical nurse. I ended up becoming a medic, but that's neither here nor there. There was a again. I was in a class with. You know, males and females, there, there were women in my class because it was nursing school, of course, right? So one day I got an email. I was checking my emails. It was after class. I, was, I went and I was, looking, I was looking through my um, my Yahoo email. And I had a message from one of my female classmates. And she's like, hey, um, just wanted to ask you if you wanted to, you want, do you want to go out and grab dinner sometime? So I wrote her back. I'm like, sure. Right? Yeah, it's no problem. I'm not doing anything on Saturday. Let's let's okay, sure, let's go Saturday night. She was like, Fine. And I said, you know what? I told I thought myself in the days leading up to this, I said, you know, I think I'm gonna make this a lot of fun. And I said so I caught up and I'm like, I'm I haven't been in the limo in a long time, not since I back in when I lived in LA. And even like years after that, but it was it's ten years from like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give I'm gonna get a limo just to make this fun. Got a limo and I got a dozen roses and we went out and you know, took her out. We had a good time, but I had, but I had the audacity, I had the sheer brass nuts to suggest that we split the bill, even though she's the one that asked me out on a date. So theoretically, she was the one that that um, that pays for it. Because again, axiomatic knowledge: if you ask, that means you're showing interest. If you show interest. You have to show how much interest you're showing, right? And part of showing interest 
is to take the person out, no matter who you are, whether you're the man or the woman, if you ask, if you ask somebody, you pay. That's axiomatic. That's axiomatic knowledge, unless it's negotiated beforehand, right? Nothing was negotiated beforehand. But I went and I, pay, I paid for the limo and I paid for the flowers and everything and went. And then when we went to dinner, I had the nerve to suggest that we split the bill. And she was highly upset that the, on the fact that I had the ball to ask and suggest that, so, that we split the bill. So the whole ride, I ended up paying the bill anyway, right, because she got upset. She was all huffy and puffy about it. So on the ride home, she was just like, okay, just, well, you know, when you date somebody, just go ahead and pay for everything. And my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, but you asked me. Well, for for about three weeks afterward, I was asking everybody I could find in the ER that I worked at. I'm like, hey, if you're going on, if somebody asks you out on a date, or if you're going out on a date with somebody, who pays? The person, the person who asks, or just who pays? A couple of the girls that I asked, a couple of two of the women that I asked, said the man pays no, no matter what. But the majority, I'd say 98% of the people that I asked said that whoever does the asking does the paying. So I wasn't crazy in this. But my point my point in telling that story is we've gotten to a point, and this was way back in, this was like 20-something years ago, right? We've gotten to a point where, again, women expect you to do and do and do and do and do, and if you provide and you provide and you provide, and then maybe, maybe, You'll earn enough for the. You'll do enough to earn their love or their respect or whatever, or you you'll do enough to earn yourself a second date. Maybe, right? Unless you're unless again you have the three sixes going on. You you're six feet tall. You're you have that six pack. You have a six figure income, to where now they're throwing themselves at you, but you don't want them because you're looking at something that younger and hotter and and also interested in you. So again, your options will make you um your options make you look at that and not the other thing, which again, the girl that I went out with that on that fateful day, she really wasn't she wasn't a ten or a nine or an eight by anybody's respect. She was really average looking, I like her because she was like as tall as I was, or she was a little short I was. But she just seemed cool and everything and down to earth, but I figured out that She's pretty materialistic, and she expects the guys to the guys that she dates to to pay for her, no matter what. Even though she asks, she wants people to pay. And this is where we've gotten as a society, where women expect men to pay and pay and pay and pay and pay. And then maybe, maybe if they've given enough, if you've given enough, if man gives enough of himself, then maybe he's done enough to earn the basics. And then maybe if he goes a little more and a little more and a little more, then okay, he's earned the, he's earned a little more than the basics. You know what I mean? So that's where that's where that last segment came from, and it's really it's it's really sad that men have to do that because again, men we have other responsibilities, we have our job, we have bills that we have to pay and things like that. We don't we we can't always dedicate. We have we have like immediate family and brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers that we you know that we mind, and so we can't really be able to give women like. The one about filling, like the clip about filling the cup, where she acts like if men don't provide for women's um, financial, physical, and spiritual needs and mental needs, that at the first opportunity, a, men, a woman's going to jump at somebody who's giving her more attention. That's not it. What it is is, number one, a woman's going to do that regardless because she's looking at Chad who's got more, and she wants that. She doesn't want the average guy, right? She 
A woman is inherently hypergamous. Now, whether she expresses that is up to her. But a woman is inherently hypergamous, and she's going to she's going to look. And if she takes that, she's going to use the fact that you're not doing enough for her as justification, as cheating, uh, uh, for cheating on you. And then when she finds out that Chad really doesn't want her, he just wants to bang her and get into a relationship with somebody that's younger, hotter, and younger, hotter, fitter, and more friendly. Then she's going to turn around and either and do one of two things: either one. She's going to divorce you, talking about how unhappy she is, or she's going to come crawling back on, come crawling back to you, asking you to forgive her. And at that point, it's up to you what you want to do. But that's kind of that's that's kind of the thing, and that's where that that's where that roller coaster ends. So again, take these clips, listen to these clips, and really internalize and adjust. And not just these clips that I played on, that I played on the show today. But any clip, any clip, be it from YouTube or TikTok or Rumble or wherever you hear about these these dating stories and all this advice about everything you need to do for women, especially Steve Harvey, because Steve Harvey gives some of the worst dating advice I have ever heard come out of any man ever. Worst dating advice. I would not take dating advice from that man if you held a gun to my head and told me I had to do it. I would not do it. Um I just dismiss anything he has to say about dating anymore. As a matter of fact, there's only two people that I actually look to for dating advice. One of them's dead. The other one is elderly, and she's going to doesn't have very much longer for this world. So I listen to her. As long as she has a voice, I will listen to her. Um, and I'll tell you who those are probably in a future show. But um, again, most of my most of my knowledge about relationships and stuff comes from comes from those two people. And they run rings around anybody, any other celebrity who's, who calls themselves having, quote, unquote, dating advice. Because, again, just listening from just listening to Steve Harvey, you understand that that man, he's Hollywood. He just says what he has to say to make himself popular, especially with women, because women are his target audience. So he's going to say what he wants to say to cater to women and to cater to women's proclivities. And when he when he caters to women's proclivities, he doesn't always tell the truth. See, telling the truth means that you have to break the eggs. You you literally do. So if you say something that pisses off the female population because it's true, then you piss then whatever you piss off the female population. But you have to tell the truth no matter what. And this is what I'm trying to do. This is why I've done. This is why I've done what I've done. Because you had to hear this in context, and you have to you have to hear this, you have to ingest this. So that's it. Thanks for that. On to some plenty of plenty of fish profiles. I got about forty five minutes to do this. So let's see. The first one here, and let me move this out of the way. Okay, so the first one here is Vibe nineteen eighty seven. She's thirty six years old. She's a black woman, and she is a more Ruben esque black woman. <laughs> Um, she's got that bull ring in her. I don't know, ladies. Please help me to understand what the obsession is with the bull ring in the nose. It's like, can I just like grab this and like lead you around by it? If not, then there's really no use for it. Maybe as a decoration. I don't know, but what else, right? But she's at the piercings, whatever. Um, and she's wearing that bejeweled hat that I see that black women wear. That's really unimpressive because. They're all rhinestones, and they're all like, none of them are real diamonds, so just stop with it. It's, it's tacky to put on pictures. It really is. 
All of her pictures are selfies, which means they lack context. I mean, but you can tell, you can see that she is a more Rubenesque woman. And again, I am not knocking the fact that she's a bit heavier because I understand that there is a market, small as it may be, for more Rubenesque women. So that's that. But sometimes, just sometimes, the more Rubenesque women tend to overshoot their target. And that's what I knock. I don't knock the fact that they're overweight. Whatever, right? I used to be overweight. Used to be. But, you know, I again, target. Hit the target. Don't overshoot, right? Um, let's see. So, this is Vibe 1987. She's from Tacoma. She's 36 years old. Um, she's 5'10", probably about 290, 280. Uh, ready to see new things. Conversation starters. Music and next vacation. So again, you can tell with the flat and the vacation talk, she's all about. She's pretty much about the money. Uh, she's a dispatcher. She hasn't finished college because she says she has some college. Uh, she's a woman. She's brown on brown, curvy, no, African American. About vibe 1987. Let's see, funny, positive, real, looking for the same. Uh, I'm not doubting that you're real unless you're a bot. Which putting up a bot and plenty of fish, you have to know how to code. So again, I don't, I don't. I'm pretty sure you're a real woman. Pretty sure you can reach out and touch you. So that's that's the thing. Uh, looking for the same. Of course, you're looking for a real person. You're not looking for a bot or just a piece of code. Uh, no quick hookups. I'm looking to date and check out new things. Again, and this comes from, and you you hear this a lot in these profiles. This comes from the fact that the men who, the men who are do swipe on her only want hookups because they don't want more Rubenesque black women. They just don't, right? And so they just going to want to sleep with you and move on to the next, move on to the next one. And then maybe if they find a, find a kid-friendly feminine one that's they're looking sexy, whatever, then that's who they want to be with, not her. Again, I'm not saying that there's not a market out there. I'm just saying that the dudes who swipe on her aren't looking for a relationship with her because she's not what they're looking for in a relationship. Um, let's see. Seeking a person that is not a project or fresh out of a relationship. Good luck with that. Let's check out new places and get to know each other. Friends and goodbyes always welcome. It just sounds like you want to, you just want to spend money to go places and that's, there's more to a relationship than that. So there we go. Uh, very ambitious, has kids, prefer not to say if they want children. That's fair. Uh, Scorpio, of course. <laughs> Dog, adventurer, owns a car, no second language, and longest relationship for over four years. Does she's ever been married, but what else? Because she does she does have kids. So either the relationship ended like real soon or you know, whatever. All right, here's another one. Um so there there was that profile. Not bad, it's just that ladies, bring your head down out of the clouds a little bit and understand that you're not really gonna you're not going to get what you're asking for. What you're asking for is somebody to take you on vacations and things like that, or you want somebody to be in a long-term relationship where you can just go places with. And those kind of men who could provide that for you aren't looking at you. So there's that. Here's Baby 49 Her pictures. So this one, she's at, uh, she's at a restaurant. She got a drink in front of her. Um, again, selfie. I don't know what it is with that outfit, but sure. This is this dress is nice. It's a leopard print. It's kind of low cut. She has a black uh, blouse underneath it. 
Nice dress, nice dress, nice purse. A little more Ruben-esque again, but it's a it's a nice dress and it, this is a nice picture. Um, yeah, the, the back the lighting's kind of weird, but we can overlook that. The filters though, no, let's not do filters, please, please. This is because of the next picture. She's got this Hawaiian headdress filter on, and it just doesn't work. This is a good picture, somewhat, but the eyes, ma'am, stop with the green eyes. You're black. Black women, just stop putting the green eyes in for these pictures because, again, it's a lie. And then if a if a if a guy even sees this, he's gonna be like, okay, she's got long lashes. Her eyes are green, which we know they're fake, and then probably her her hair is fake too. So that's gonna be instant deal breaker right there. So again, pictures. A lot of the time, a lot of the times, if your profile is just not doing well, nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, it's because of the pictures. All right, the pictures, because the pictures are the first things people see. And if you don't present yourself well with these pictures, then there's no way you're going to be successful in dating because you don't get too much further than the pictures. It's like it's like shopping for a house, and then every house you see, the facade is just busted. You're not going to want to go in because you see that the front is all messed up, so you're going to assume what's inside is all messed up. So you don't even get past the pictures with these profiles. So let's see. She's 49 years old from Seattle, Washington. She says she's sweet, caring, and humorous, which, ma'am, when stipulated, however, the guy has to be the judge of that, all right? You can say you're that all day long, but really the man has to be the judge of that. Because, again, it's subjective. It's not objective. So subjective things you have to let other people be the judge of, not you. It's not for you to say. Let's see. She's a nurse, which means her life, her dating life is screwed anyway because she's in a medical field. Um, brown and black, she's curvy, of course. Divorced, she wants a relationship. Uh, Todd Baby, about Todd Baby, 49, love, and sing, love to sing and cook. Obviously, she loves to cook. However, again, Laziness in the profile. This is going to. Be, I noticed this is a thing with a lot of black women's profiles. Laziness. They don't say. They don't put a lot in their bios, and it's really. And again, it really doesn't give a sense of who you are. You just put two or three words, and then expect men to come find you. And that's not how it works nowadays. Maybe you did back then. Back then, when like your mom and your grandma and them were dating, but now you're going to have to bring something completely different because for two reasons. A because um, because in the age of independent women and women being 50.6% of the population, there's a competition going on. And when there's a competition going on, you can't afford to sit back in the rafters. It's like if you're playing a basketball game and there's 10 guys on the court, including you, and you're just sitting back on the three-point line watching everybody else play. Well, then what good are you doing, right? You're not in the game. So you're not going to get the ball. You're not going to be able to score. You're not going to do anything. So again, with these profiles, you really have to take a more proactive approach with with how you go about doing this. So, again, the laziness in the profiles, again, next to the pictures, the laziness of the profiles is a lot of women's undoing, not just black women, just a lot of women in general. It's their undoing. All right, so there's that. Um, this woman's attractive. Let's see. Ivy, Ivy Helena. Ivy Helena. She's 44 from Seattle. She's 5'7", looking for a serious relationship. Conversation starter later about Ivelana later. 
And that's an instant swipe left because, again, she has one picture. It's an attractive picture, but it's only one. So there's no context here. And then she doesn't say anything about herself. Again, she's taking a passive role and expecting men to just message her. And she wants to be able to decide whether to which messages to accept or reject. Again, you can do all that, and then maybe, maybe she'll respond to you, right? It's not how this works. If you're going to want to, if you want to be successful, especially in these, on these dating apps, you have to do a little bit more because you're competing with other women. There are other women who have, again, go back to some of my shows where I do, comp, where I do compliment and highlight these really good profiles. There are women out there with really good profiles who are getting all the men, that lady, that this Ivy Helena, that you're not. So, again, you can't take this passive approach, be all lazy, and expect men to find you, and then you'll be able to weed them out. That's not how this works. It used to be back in the day, not anymore. It's just, it just doesn't happen anymore. Let's see. Um, moving on. Oh, redhead. I always dig redheads. Let's see. You've got a bird on your shoulder. Okay. Sure thing. She looks like somebody used to know it. But let's see. Katie here today. Um, she is 44. Let's see. This one's a selfie. She's in her car. Um, let me move that. This one is another selfie with a bird on her shoulder. And this one is another selfie. Okay, so please, women. I understand the selfie sometimes, but please, 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 at some point, let somebody take a picture of you, like doing something fun that will show your personality. Because, again, there's not really much here except a bunch of selfies. And then, like I said before, the selfies, just having a lot of selfies, make you come off as kind of conceited because you like taking, you like taking pictures of yourself. And one thing that I always tell people when they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm looking at this person on Facebook or this person on Instagram or this person, I say, look, if you're going to do that, go through their profiles and see and go through their photos, go through their photo album on the profile. Because the more selfies they have, the, that means they're self-absorbed. And if they're self-absorbed, you're not going to want to deal with that. So, again, a whole lot of selfies is actually a red flag. It really is. And keep that in mind anytime you're putting out these things. Let's see. Again, she's 44 from Port Hadlock, 5'9". Her thing is hello there. Conversation starters, food. About Katie here today, gardening, raising chickens. Okay, got it. You have the, you have the baby chicken on your shoulder. But other than that, what's going on? Again, lazy. Let's stop being lazy. Let's stop being the passive. Let's stop playing the passive game. And actually go in, get into the game, and start advertising yourself. It's it's weird. I never, I've never seen a group of people that do not know how to advertise. They're so self-absorbed. You see them; they take selfies and they have all this makeup and they talk about these men and how and how these men need to do for them. And they're just so self-involved and self-absorbed. And they say that they're tens and they're so interesting but they do not know how to advertise themselves on on dating apps. And it's the weirdest thing to me. Like, how is it that you have so much to, that you think so highly of yourself and you have so much to say about yourself and you take all these selfies and stuff, but you can't advertise yourself when it comes to, when it comes to dating profiles. It's like, does it, does it mean, does that seem, just seem weird to anybody else? It, it just seems weird to me. All right. That's, that's just it. 
Let's see. She's on the twelve. Doesn't drink. Doesn't do drugs. Non-religious. So she's care of lifestyle, I guess. Her interest hiking. That's her only interest. So yeah, again, she doesn't seem like she likes to do much except her chickens. So guys, I guess if you want to get with somebody who does nothing but raise chickens and go white walking every now and then, then hey, this here's your girl. Uh, she is a homebody. She admits it. She owns a car. She's a Pisces, of course. Pisces really don't aren't interested in doing a whole lot. Longest relationship over ten years. She's on the market, so that means she must have gotten divorced. So that's that. Ma'am, I really don't expect you to get too many replies just with this profile. I don't know. That's just me. My opinion, my expectations are this. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's see. That's one and shit. Let's see. Okay, she's uh, she's I. I mean, she's she looks like she's she exercises. She works out a little bit. She's not all big and heavy, which is she's shapely. Her hair's a pretty color. I'll give her that. Um, and she's got what hazel eyes, so that's good. And she's got this picture is a lot of fun. I I like this because it's a it's an aerial view. She's standing on a glass thing, and you can see the uh, you see the buildings underneath. You see the tops of all the buildings underneath, so she's standing on a really tall building, and then in the aerial view, and she's looking up. So this is a fun picture. This, please, women, more of these kind of pictures. You don't have to stand on a building. Uh, let's see, Summit One's Vanderbilt, Manhattan, New York, of course, the New York skyline. So she's looking down at the streets of New York. The camera is, and she's looking up at the camera with one hand up. That is a phenomenal picture. That picture is that picture is worthy of being up on a on a dating profile. That's good. All right. Let's see. Selfie. That's a good picture. Here's another good picture with the with her in the restaurant, the window, the backdrop, and Valencia, Spain. So again, she knows she knows the backdrop game. This picture is really good, except for the fact that she's holding the camera. But okay, but it she does she does have a full body, which is which is good. Um, that's good. I guess that was her. So she's got. You know, she's got a great physique. She's got a great figure. She does. She really does. So artistic, her name's, are, well, her screen name, her profile name is Artistic Cat. 53. She's from Gig Harbor, Washington. She actually looks really young for 53. She looks really good for 53. Let's see. She's 5'2". She's kind of a shorty. Like a unicorn looking for the same. Okay. I'm not sure I would have led with that line, but hey, okay, cool. Let's see. Let's see something. Uh, conversation starters, my son and my music. Okay, not to crash the plane, Miss Artistic Cat, but when you lead with that, when you lead with the fact, okay, got it. Your son is on you. You're proud of your son. Your son is on your profile. You have pictures of your son in your pro- with you and your son in your profile. Your son's grown. Uh, looks like he's made something of himself. Okay, that's good. That's the thing to be proud of. However, it, come, it comes off as like, the doting mom who's not ready to date, that's the vibe that that gives. So there's that. So I wouldn't leave with, I wouldn't, I would leave with, I would leave with a different conversation starter. All right. That's that. She's in dental administration. She's got an associate's degree. She's a woman. She's divorced. Hazel on brown. Of course, she dyed her hair. I love that color. She dyed her hair. Um, athletic. She is. Um, Caucasian. Let's see. About artistic cat. Update. 
And if you're not looking for a long-term commitment relationship and still behaving like a boy in his 20s playing the field, please don't bother trying to connect with me. Just because a woman is attractive, it doesn't mean she wants a man that just wants her physically. Trust me, you've heard it all, and your lies and lines will get you nowhere but more wasted, precious time. Life is too short to be acting like that. God help those people that are already still behaving this way. You're all going to die alone. I have a lot of self-respect. Know my worth, and I'm ready for my last relationship with the right man. Thank you for your respect. I'm the mother of a 22-year-old musician. That is my heart. I'm often, I'm honest, honest, open, passionate, caring, devoted, loyal, affectionate, attentive, and fun. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, holds my hand as I walk through this journey of life, seeking more, desiring more, never wanting to be average, and always trying to grow personally and spiritually. Music runs through my veins, and, we, and can do so much to change my mood and my energy level. I love to dance. Looking for someone who has to have fun on this journey with me is that is truly seeking a genuine deep connection. I want the fairy tale love that moves me to tears. Do you know how to connect with a woman emotionally as well as physically? Let's meet on the dance floor. Okay. Artistic cat. Your profile started off phenomenally, right? But your plane crashed. Your plane crashed hardcore and there were no survivors. Let me tell you why. First of all, you let off with your son and your music as a conversation starter, all right? Guys who have um, guys who have anything to, to offer, guys who have like a shred of anything to offer, like you're looking for, is not going to want to talk about your son all the time. They're just not going to. And even though you want to, they're not going to. Okay, it's just not going to happen. That's number one. Number two, you're about the first paragraph of you're about you come off as angry and spiteful, and it's an update. So again. Since you updated this, that means you've got a lot of men who who fit the bill of what you're talking about. Now, I'm not discounting your anger at that, but what I'm saying is, hey, you're 53 years old, okay? You're single. You have a son who's 22, he's in music, but you're a 53-year-old you're single woman. Unless you're looking for somebody who's like 65, 70, who's will be interested in someone younger in the 53-year-old, then these kind of men are going to be who who gets you. So you can't be mad at that. It's just, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. Again, you are well past your expiration date. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it, but you're past your expiration date. And now you're at the point in your life where you've got to kind of take it as it comes. You're not... 20 anymore. You're not 20, 25, even 30 anymore. Where you have this, your choice of whatever men, whatever man comes along with, with the assets that you're looking for. You're past that point. Now you're at the point in life where you just kind of, kind of take it as, take what comes as it comes. And I'm not saying that you know you shouldn't have standards. However, when you come off as saying, when you say if you're not looking for long-term committed behavior relationship and still behaving like a boy in his 20s, playing the field, please don't try bothering, bother connect with me. Now, with all due respect, if that's the kind of guy that been, has been hitting you, and it sounds like that's the case because you, have, you made this update, you're probably going to have to pick from them, either that or get off with plenty of fish, because there's no way that any mature, responsible provider, protector, man with any kind of assets are going to go for a 53-year-old woman. It doesn't matter to you. I mean, 
think fit kind of helps. But again, your long faster expiration date. So anyone within your age range that you're looking for is not going to look at you. They're going to look at somebody who's 40, 35, 30, maybe not 25 and 20, but definitely like the 35 and 30-year-olds, and you're 53. So again, it's kind of the hand that you're being dealt, and you have to learn how to play those cards. And if you don't know how to play those cards, don't be angry at the men for being how they are. You have to learn to play the cards that you're dealt and not be upset about it because those are the cards you were dealt. And you say, and you say, just because a woman is attractive, it doesn't mean she wants a man that just wants her physically. But I guarantee you, if you met, if you met a man that's tall and he's attractive and he's fit and he's 50 years old and he's got that money and he's like, baby, come back to my place and we're going to do the thing, your panties are getting moist. I'm just saying, you're, you're going to have to change your panties. So when you say just because a woman is attractive, it doesn't mean she wants a man that just wants her physically. That's kind of a lie, and we know that, all right? That's just not, that's just not hum, how human sexuality and that's not how human sexual cognition works. It's just not. So spare me with that, all right? It says, trust me, we heard it all, and your lies and lines will get you nowhere but wasted precious time. Well, if that's true, then why are you divorced? You're divorced, right? Yeah. Why are you divorced to begin with? See, here's the, and here's the thing. I, here's, here's what I genuinely don't understand. How much time do I have left? Because this is going to be kind of a rant. 21 minutes. Cool. So now here's, here's the thing, ma'am. And man, if you're listening to this, listen to this, listen to, or if you don't want to listen to the rant, skip over it. If you're listening to the recording, if you're listening to the live, you got to listen to it. Ma'am, here's the thing. And I'm going to keep it 100 just for this. Actually, I keep it 100 anyway. But I'm going to keep it 100 with you, all right? You had a man. For some reason, you married that man. And then for some reason, again, probably because you felt like you weren't happy. For some reason, you weren't happy in that marriage. You divorced that man. And now you get back on the market. And now with you, it doesn't – you don't say when you got divorced. Some people say that you do. Some people do say. You didn't say when you got divorced. Fine. But – you being divorced at 53 years old, right? And you're trying to get back on the market. And now you're trying to command, you're trying to command the dating market as if you actually had something that you can leverage for this control and you don't. Why? Because you left a good man. And axiomatic knowledge says that you're not going to get any better than the man you had. You're not going to get any better than your ex. So, if your ex was such a bum that you had to leave him, what do you expect is waiting for you out in the dating market being 53 years old and divorced past your expiration date with a grown son that's into music that you still like to talk about him, even though he's living his own life? What is it about you that is so special? Because remember, you're not the only 53-year-old that's on the Internet that's working out. So that you're not the only one. So you can call yourself a unicorn all you want, but again, with this particular rant, then as much of a unicorn, especially with women being 50.4% of the personnel of the population, you're not as much of a unicorn as you think. So again, and I'm sure you're not the only woman who's raised a son who became a musician. So what about you is this unicorn, is such a unicorn, that you think that you can command the dating market like this, being 53 years old, 
Now, again, we're not age shaming anybody, but what I'm saying is at a certain age for women, not, maybe not for men, because as men older, as men get older, they're more established and they have more of what women want. Whereas where women get older, they have less of what men want. And that's kind of the difference in the dating scenarios. At 53 years old, and remember what I said about, remember what I said about every 10 years. This woman, she looks like she was about a seven. And my eyes, again, degrade yourself, you can't use seven. But in my eyes, she could have been a seven when she was 20. She's 50 now. And the only thing that's keeping her from being a four is the fact that she works out. But she's average. She's average at that, even at her age. Even with her looking, and again, she one of, the, one of her pictures is filtered. Okay, got it, right? But again, what about you? Because I've seen several like you. So what about you is such a unicorn that you think you can command the dating market like that? And this is a this is why you have these the men that you that are responding to you. That's why they're responding to you because they realize that you're past the expiration date. You probably won't get anything better than your ex. No matter what kind of a bum you think he is, if you think he's a bum, then guess what? The men that are going to respond to you are not going to be any better than who you divorce. This was not. Again, axiomatic knowledge. You say life is too short to be acting like that. God help those People at our age are still behaving this way. But, ma'am, look at you. Look at you. Look at how you are shaming men, and then you say, God help those men who have the audacity to want something physical from you. When you know that if you found a 53, 55-year-old who's worked out all his life, has a really good-looking body, salt and pepper hair, tall, with money, physicality, well, that's just baked into the pie, the physical relationship, baked into the pie. And then you say, Jesus Christ holds your hand as you walk through this journey of life. Great. It's nice. It's nice that you found religion. But let me ask you something. If Jesus Christ holds your hand as you walk through this journey, then I really need you to answer me a question. You divorce your husband. Were you a Proverbs 31 woman when you got married? That's all I want to know. So that's artistic cat. Again, people think they're so unique when they're really not. This is this is why this is really is where a lot of these women go wrong. What's the next one? Mama Butt Zero Two. She's got big, huge, dorky feminist glasses. Um. She wears colorful shirts like she's a, and she's got that bull ring thing in the nose again. You tell she's a liberal, but I'm not here for politics. I'm just here for, I'm here to examine profiles, right? Yeah, not a very good look. Just big glasses, bull ring in the nose. It's just, I'm sorry, ma'am, you look, you, you look like a clown. You, you do. I like your hair, but with the makeup and the bull ring and the big glasses, you, no, no, no. Anyway, what else? She's in, and all their pictures are selfies. Um, she's 46 from Bonnie Lake, Washington, uh, five foot four, and her intro is really. That's kind of what I'm. That's kind of what I ask myself when I look at your pictures. Like, really, ma'am, is that is this the best you have to offer? Like, seriously. 
You have to come with something a little stronger. Conversation starters, music is life. Football, doesn't everyone love football? Not everyone. I love football, but I know some people like my own girlfriend. She doesn't love football for personal reasons, but I understand that. Separated, but she wants to date nothing serious. Interested in men dating. She's not divorced yet, but that's cool. I don't judge. Average build, brown on black. Kitchen office worker. She's probably a cook or whatever, working in the, in the hotel or some college. I mean, she didn't finish college. She doesn't make a lot of money. Okay. Let's see. About Mama Plus Zero Two. I love to travel. Everybody loves to damn travel. Ladies, ladies, we get it. Travel. Everybody. Remember what I said about a few shows ago about being one of a flock? Like, everybody says they love to travel. So, again, saying that you love to travel does not make you stand out. It just doesn't. Because everybody else says they love to travel. So, again, stop. Stop with that. You have to come with something a little stronger now because that's something that everybody's using. They love to travel. Yeah, every so does everybody else. So there you go. Everybody loves to travel and have adventures, ma'am. I love my family and my kids and grandbabies, but it's time for me to get to enjoy some life now. But enjoy it. Why are you here? Go out and enjoy life. I don't I don't understand where you're going with this profile. I really don't. And with the pictures and stuff in it, it's it's not it's not a very good look. It's really not. Let's see. She doesn't smoke, drink socially, doesn't do drugs, not religious. Uh, somewhat ambitious, somewhat ambitious. Now, ma'am, mama butt zero two, let me ask you a question. If you, if a guy hits you, I hit you up, right? I'm not going to say hit you because that smacks of abuse and that's not what I'm saying. But if a guy hits you up and he, he pings you, right? And you look at his profile and he says he's somewhat ambitious. Are you even going to want to be interested? Well, I'm asking. If a guy pings you and he, and you raise his profile and he says, oh, I'm somewhat ambitious. I have some college. I'm a kitchen worker, but I, don't, I didn't go to college. I, I went to college, but I didn't finish. I'm somewhat ambitious. I love to travel, and I, I love to travel, though, and have adventures. Would you even be interested? But you expect men to be interested in you even though you didn't finish college, even though you're separated, you're not divorced, even though you, even though you're one of the flock and you, you love to travel, but you don't really do anything. Don't say you do anything. You're somewhat ambitious. You didn't finish college. And what do you do? You're a kitchen office worker. And you expect somebody to want that, which I get it. A lot of men, a lot of men pick, pick women that, you know, that they really don't have much going for them except the fact that they're fit, friendly, and feminine, and that's all, all what, really what men require. However, if you're separated, that means you're getting divorced. That means you're not going to get anything much. That means you're not going to get anything much better than what you left. So what are you really looking for here? What? Especially with, let's see, you're, you're not being religious. Um, Vice style was pretty clean, so that's good. Aries, you're an Aries. I can't believe you're an Aries. But <laughs> you have a kind of dog. You're an animal lover. You're on the car. You don't really have much going for you, ma'am. You really don't. You literally don't. So my advice to you, work it out with work it out with whoever it is you're separated from. Just work it out with them. Because there's nothing as long as you're not divorced, you can reconcile. I suggest you reconcile and I suggest you do whatever work you need to do to get that relationship back in order. 
because now there's literally nothing for you out here on plenty of fish. There's not. And a lot of women will probably burn at the chance to tell you that. They would, they would, they would just die on the chance to tell you that. There's nothing out there. And if they can, and if they had a choice between the men that's pinging them on plenty of fish and then being back with their ex, guess what? I guarantee you that eight and a half of them out of ten would pick going back with their ex over the men that are pinging them on plenty of fish. That's just how it is. It's reality. You know me, I'm all about reality. Let's see, how much time do I have left? Ten minutes. I got time for one or two more. Let's try... I've done her already. I did her in my last... in in the preview. How's about you? Ma'am... Ma'am, ma'am, motorcycle, honey. She doesn't really do anything with her, but she, oh, I remember her, the motorcycle, right. Uh, I think I already did her. How's about your I'm a free mama in Granite Falls. Let's see. Uh, if dating app was song, here it goes again. Um, okay, well, let's take a look at you. You're a bit more of a Ruben-esque woman. I get it. Your glasses are cute. You have an okay smile. You have an okay smile. You do. So, again, market for market for more mute group and ask women. She's from Granite Falls, Washington. She's 5'7". She's about 270, 260, 270. Around about there. Conversation starters, music, and books. She's a mom manager. She has an associate's degree. Single. She wants a relationship. She's interested in men and dating. Music and books. Yeah, okay. It's kind of general, but fine. But drama-free mama about her. I'm easy going down to earth for the most part. Just going to say, yep, I'm a bigger girl. I am who I am. I am active too. Okay, ma'am. Again, you're, again, there is a market for more Ruben-esque women. I get that. But there also should be room for improvement. I'm just saying, because if you want to improve your chances of getting, catching and landing somebody and not just somebody who wants you for your size, then there you go, right? Let's see. I do the outdoorsy stuff like hiking. I like being outdoors in general. I have two dogs, so I'm always doing something and honestly like staying busy, which a man's going to look at that and ask, then where where would I fit, right? So what would you be willing to give up in all of this? What would you be willing to give up to, you know, to sustain some kind of relationship with me? That's going to be the ultimate question there. Let's see, love traveling within the United States and out of the country, long weekends, road trips, or gone for weeks, sign me up. Again, that smacks of take me out, take me traveling, and pay for it. Because I don't think you're willing to spend your money on a guy doing that. So that's not a very good thing to have in these profiles. It's really not. I mean, I can understand you love traveling because everybody does, but... Please don't mention that because it's a, it, it is kind of a red flag. It really is. See, concerts are my jam. I will even travel for them outside the U.S. as well as sporting events. Good for you. And if you have your own stuff, then go for it. Just don't expect any men to pay for it because that's your thing. Just looking for somebody who enjoys walks and hikes, breweries, wineries, or movie or any adventure. So it means you're looking for a rich guy. And again, there's not a very there's a there's not a very high demand for Ruben S. women within the within the realm of the six-figure earners. I'm just going to say that, especially when we're Ruben S. women who are over 40, and ma'am, you're 45. So, again, let me just inject a, bit, a little bit of reality into this. 
and just say that the man that you're looking for, the man that this profile is asking for, is not going to be interested in you. You need to learn to bring that down a little bit. You, you just really do. Um, Capricorn, dog, intellectual, men will be the judge of that, not you. Owns a car, has no second language, longest relationship over five years. So you know, you know kind of how to proceed in a relationship. It's just, I don't know. I think you're asking too much. I think you're asking too much for your situation. Again, you're trying to overshoot your target. Don't. Bring it down a little bit and understand why having those kind of standards at that point in your life, you're not getting what you want. Just understand that, all right? I've got one more. And we're going to do you. Who are you? Woo girl. Woo girl. She's 44 from Seattle. She's more Ruben-esque woman. Uh, let's see. Glasses and glasses. And she's got the selfie. And she's got the selfie. And she's red-haired and hazel eyes. She's quite Ruben-esque. Um, I'll give her that. So, but she does have some pretty, she does have some okay pictures. The ones from her in her house. And the ones that are in your house, she's, looks like she's somewhere else, but and this one's just kind of overexposed and just doesn't work. But most of her pictures are okay. They're not wow factor, but they are right. She's 5'8", probably a little north of 300. Cool. Um, again, small market for more Ruben-esque women. Basics, a uh, rewarding job, I guess, bachelor's degree, brown on red, of course, big and tall, of course, uh, Caucasian, single, want a relationship, interested in men. About Woo Girl, first of all, no conversation starter. So what you like to talk about, I don't even know. I guess we're about to find out. But you're looking for fun and excitement. Yeah, okay. Let's see about Woo Girl. Hey there, I'm very open-minded, outgoing lady, very confident, will be the judge of that. Honest, will be the judge of that. Mature, be, will be the judge of that. And most importantly, so much fun, will be the judge of that. I love life and pride myself on being stress and drama-free. Don't have the time to waste to sweat the small things in life, which is good. There's nothing that's, – that's actually a pretty good thing to put in your profile. I mean, because it lets men know, hey, I'm over the BS. I'm over the garbage, right? And a lot of guys are looking for that. However, in a more Rubenesque women that's over 40, you have to kind of take it as it comes. But anyway, let's see. Looking to find someone interesting to get to know and see what can happen. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Um, there's no real, I mean, there's no real ugly in this. There's good and bad. Let's see. Doesn't smoke, drinks socially. Doesn't do drugs, is not religious, ambitious, doesn't have kids, does not want kids. More about little girls, she's an Aries, no pets, free thinker, owns a car, no second language, longest relationship over a year. So she's, she's kind of a slate, and if you're in the market for more Ruben-esque woman, then she doesn't seem like she's she doesn't seem like she's so bad. She looks like she actually looks in some of her pictures like She's cool, she's down to earth, and she's chill to hang out with. She just, she gives me the vibe that she's drama free and she's over, and she's over it. Uh, and she does, doesn't seem like she has a whole lot of demands, so that's good. And it doesn't look like she's, again, trying to, trying to get fed. Now, maybe, is she? Maybe, but she doesn't, she doesn't strike me as that in this profile. So I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets, she gets hit up by, 
some guys maybe about the six-figure earning chads, but, you know, some guys who are more down-to-earth and about it and maybe like in the high, like in the $70,000, $90,000 range for maybe sixty to 90000 90 grand. Now, she learns how to take one of the middle-income middle, middle men. She's going to be very happy. She's going to be able to pull her profile down off of this. But, you know, she's going. she's just going to have to learn to do that. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Um, if you want to follow me, follow me on Facebook. I'm also on I'm also on X on Twitter, and I'm also on True Social, and I'm on a host of other um, social media like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. So just look, just search at J Ramsey ABC. If I'm there, then follow me. If I'm not, then I'm not on the social. I'm not on that. Um, there's going to uh, again. I'll be back on Monday with one of my normal one-hour shows. Um, not don't know what it's going to be about yet. I'll put that I'll put that on my Facebook, which I've really been lazy and updating, which I've been really been lazy and updating. So go ahead and bookmark the show. I'm going to be doing a lot more of this every Saturday. It's two hours every weekday. It's an hour. So and then I'm also on Apple Podcasts. So look for me on Apple Podcasts. I've had I have two outlets: one from Blog Talk Radio and one from SoundCloud. And then you can also follow me on SoundCloud. So that's it. Um, also, if you feel like donating to me, I don't ask anybody to donate to me. But if you, if God puts that on your heart, God puts that, God puts that on your heart. It's just I'm on Cash App, and my cash tag is my cash tag is dollar sign J Ramsey ABC. So if God puts that on your heart, if not, then no worries. And it's sure thing. Just keep keep rolling. So thanks for listening to, and spread the show around, and make sure people understand what dating has what dating has become because it's it's. It's just, it's just done. So that's it. I'm ABC. Catch me on the rebound. I'm out. See you later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.